are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential. Derived from our maker. That is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Happy Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in here today to the Steve Day Show podcast on a Pop Culture Tuesday on Westwood One, available via iTunes and Stitcher, no matter where you are or when you are choosing to listen to us. Thank you very much for carving out at least a little bit of your time today to tune in or at some future date when you choose to listen on demand. Let us know what you think about what we think, by the way. You can email us, steve at stevedace.com. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. And we just wrapped up television production for the day. Our podcast here on Western One is powered by CRTV. And for those of you that are new, uh, aside from this podcast, we do a separate TV show each day that is unique content. Totally different uh, discussions than what we do here on the podcast each and every day. Let's give the audience a preview of what's coming up on CRTV. Aaron, I'll start with you. Yeah, I, I don't want to give anything away, so let's not do that because I think this is much must must watch TV. But you divulged a, a theory about what we're seeing in North Korea right now, happening with North Korea right now, that I think is very interesting, I think is plausible, and I think we should probably... As much as possible, leave it right there. But I think our audience will be interested in hearing that. All right, man. Appreciate that. What about you, Todd? Well, we uh, it's ongoing. Uh, perhaps you plan on updating, but uh, we did talk a little bit about uh, Alfie Evans and the, uh, the bloodlust of uh, modern progressivism. They're showing you exactly who they are. They're a death cult and seemingly proud of it. No doubt. They could let the child go. Let the parents take him away. And... Uh, and I, I don't know how I would react in this situation. If it were your kid? I, I know it would not be with calm. There would be bodies. That, uh, uh, i got to be very careful what I say. Let, let's just say I, I wouldn't be solely and wholly relying on the official channels. Let's just sure. leave it at that. Okay? Uh, but um, they can let the kid go. I mean, they want to practice the utilitarian Malthusian exit or, or ethics, and he, he's not worthy of the cost. Italy has said they will take him. Uh, the Vatican's uh, hospital has said they would take him. My understanding is there's a, he, there's a plane standing by to airlift him to Italy as we're taping this. Yep. They can let him go and, and wash their hands of it and say, we don't want to pay to keep this child alive. Although it's now going on 19 hours that he has been, uh, he has sustained himself without food and without and without oxygen, what do we what do we call what do we call it when we deny a human being food and oxygen? What do we call that? Killing them, torture, murder. 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 Yeah, we call it murder. They've been the the nation of England has been trying to murder this child for 19 hours, and to their chagrin, he will not die. At least not yet. They could let him go, and be done with it. Have the controversy move move on. Have the reporters leave. The hashtags end, and it's totally like Pontius. Even Pontius Pilate was willing to wipe his hands of the matter when the option presented himself to do so. Right? Yeah. No, no they want to kill him. And this is this where is an important was, point to understand. We must respect them and take them at their word. This is the hill they want to die yes, on. Yes, they could. They, all their cost, everything could be alleviated. The courtroom costs. 
The hospital has to bring in experts, their own attorneys, counter testimonies to what the family is suing them. All of these expenses that have now been accrued these last few weeks, all in, and as we speak right now, all of it never, they, this isn't about cost. They have how much? How much do you think those attorneys they have on retainer an hour right. cost them to march into a courtroom right. and say no that we need to let the child die? Charlie Guard, last year, if there was any doubt in your mind that maybe this was just a one-off, maybe he really was just so sick, and maybe he would not have ever lived a life. No, this is a pattern now. Yes. This is what they want. Yes. And Todd, I would agree slight, but I would I, I would change it slightly what you just said. This is the hill they want you to die on. Oh. Right. But this the, is this is the hill that they literally want you to die on. My point is this is this is them practicing their faith. Yeah. This is what zealots look like. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. This is a death cult. That's what you're describing. And it, this isn't about cost. So the next time you get told the argument, well, you guys only care about the babies before they're born. Um, how many of your uh, pro-abort liberal progressive friends are standing with you right now as a conservative and saying what's being done to this child is not right? Have you seen a lot of that activity, Tom? No. Not that I'm familiar. I haven't seen it either. Aaron, have you? No. No. Because this isn't about children. It's about killing. That's what it's about. Getting to decide who lives and dies. It's the fulfillment of Margaret Sanger's fever dreams. It's utilitarianism in action. It is Malthusian ethics come to life. It's Soylent Green is now a reality show. That's what this is. And that's what it has always been. Always. Hell, you see it in the trailer for the for Avengers Infinity War. Where they've retconned Thanos' uh, origin, the great villain. From Marvel Comics, which is a total ripoff of Darkseid. They totally ripped him off from DC. In the original comics, like Darkseid and DC Comics is after the anti-life equation, which helps him to remake the universe as God, as he sees fit. In, in Thanos' original origin, he's after the Infinity Stones, which essentially are um, the sources of the essence of the universe that God left in creation, according to Marvel's you know meta narrative of their of their of their of their uh, comic universe and he assembles these all into a gauntlet and it gives him the power of god to reshape the universe that's and and he really wants to wield this power because he is in love with the angel of death that's thanos's primary motivation is to win over the affections of the angel of death by having power over life and death that was the in the comics. That was his original origin, which you can see in the movie trailers. Is they've retconned it, and he is a survivor from a doomed planet that would not initiate the changes it needed to save itself that he recommended, the planet Titan. And as a result, he now thinks he needs to save the universe from the same fate that befell his planet. And that's why he says things like half of you human when this is over half of humanity will still live. And he thinks that he thinks the way to, to fix the universe is to kill half the beings in it. Use the infinity gauntlet to do that. Of course, who gets to determine which half should live and which half should die? Thanos. And that's that's Malthusian ethics. 
And that's exactly what you're watching play out in the Alfie Evans story. So this isn't about costs. This isn't about we can't afford this. Other governments are willing to take the child off of the UK's hands. They will not let him go. They're trying to murder him. This is savagery. It's barbarism. And don't you dare, any one of you souls listening to me right now, don't you dare ever again question the character and integrity of God for allowing and permitting there to be a hell. Never again. Look in the mirror. Remember this story. This is your progressive government of the UK. One big happy European Union family where we believe so much in the goodness of man, we won't even use the death penalty on Islamofascists that, build, that blow up our citizens in subways. But we will put cops outside of Alfie Evans' door to make sure his own parents cannot feed him. He will do that. And when other governments come forward and say, we will take the child, we will care for him. No. We need to finish the job. We need to murder this child. That's what the United Kingdom is doing right now. They are, mur- they are attempting in broad daylight to murder this child. And it's not about the costs. It's not about the spiraling cost of nationalized health care. It's about one thing and one thing only asserting to you once more, affirming to you once more who truly is in charge, who truly is God, small g, and it is the state, and it is the state in whom we live and breathe, and it is the state whom will decide who lives and dies. And we will put down this gorgeous, beautiful baby boy, and we will do it with cameras rolling in broad freaking daylight. Hail Satan. To make, a, make him a symbol Use him to send you a message. King Kong ain't got nothing on us. And if we're doing this to an innocent child in broad daylight with the world watching, what are we going to do to you senior citizens? What are we going to do to you disabled people? What are we going to do to those of you who are on the wrong side of history as we perceive it? What are we going to do to you? Oh, no. This isn't about compassion. This is about power. This is about control. The government of the UK is saying, shut your hole and know your role. Know your place. We will murder this child as the cameras roll. Because your life is an episode of Black Mirror and we're sending you the message. That'll preach. I'm tempted to end the podcast right here. But we won't. Let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. And the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. All right. Awkward segue here. And I didn't think we were going to go down the road at the outset that we did. But you triggered me, Erzin. And so I had to... Happy to oblige. I had to call down some fire and brimstone right there, brother. Amen. Thank you. I hate the topic we're about to do, but I I need to have this conversation. Okay? I I hate it. Soccer? No. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well played. Well played. No. 
from the very beginning of my career, when I started out in sports talk radio, I have mocked, chided, derided. I used to use, do parodies of it, okay? I hate the term local celebrity, right? You've heard me talk about rail against this for years, Todd, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. I'm sitting here today, and I'm wearing throwback Michigan basketball shorts from like, I, I mean, I literally bought a pair of throwback ones from the M-Den from like what they wore in the 60s, okay? And a Batman t-shirt. T- that's what I'm wearing here today. It looks like you were just at a garage sale and yeah. said, hey man. <laughs> Crap, I gotta go do this television show. <laughs> Rolled in here like Macklemore at the thrift shop. I have had the same haircut since uh, Top Gun. I liked how Tom Cruise's haircut was when I was 13. It's a true story, man. <laughs> true story. I've had the same haircut, part on the same side. That's what you've been going for, oh, the Tom Cruise haircut this whole time? I, like, <laughs> I wish that was on TV. He, We actually had a spit take there. I was drinking my tea when he said he was going for the Tom Cruise haircut, and I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> I didn't say I was going. I didn't say I was going for it. Well, <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I am. I listen. I I have an ego. I'm a guy, but my ego is driven by I like winning the argument. I I really don't do any celebrity pretentiousness at all. I've lived in this community as you know, I, um, as someone who's a a very well-known member of it. I've lived in a community that, you know, has a half million people. So it's, it's a well-sized city, but it's not a major market. And I have, you know, with the exception of political disagreements, I've not had like any run-ins with people, you know, or, you know, you know what I'm saying? The kind sure. of stuff, you know, where maybe someone's a little too crazy or you lose your temper. I, I've never had a, you know, I've never had the traffic cop when he pulled me over for speeding. I've never been caught on the, Cop traffic camera saying, "Do you know? Don't you know who I am? I, I don't. I hate all that crap. Which is why I hate the, what we're going to talk about today. But I need some help, and I'm going to try and say this with a straight face because I'm sincere when I ask this. I'm concerned that I have run into my first celebrity stalker. Oh boy. Yes, that's my reaction too." Thank you, Aaron. And I'm hoping after I tell you what's, what has been going on, including earlier today, I'm hoping you're going to tell me, dude, totally get over yourself. That is the answer I'm looking for. Because even by my standards of transparency, I have opened myself up wittingly to a level of self-parodying scorn by simply even entertaining this conversation, Right. Right? Starting with the haircut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He's never going to live that down now. Says the guy who will be wearing flannel for the July 4th weekend picnic. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys know some, you two know some of this story. But it had a sequel chapter today. All right? The audience has not heard about any of this yet. This isn't multicolored end times chart guy again. No, no, no. I can handle him. This I'm not sure I can handle. Especially because it's women. And you can't 
say things to women in these situations that you say to another. You know what I'm saying? And and then there, you'll you'll know when I explain. You'll know what I mean by this. Okay. So, um, I work out at one of these 24-hour gym places here in town. I'm not going to name it because I don't want to throw them under the bus. It's, this, none of this is their fault. Okay. Is this still Pop Culture Tuesday, by the way? <laughs> yeah, or is happened? this just a different thing? <laughs> it is Pop Culture okay. Tuesday because I'm not sure. You know, we always t- talk about having conservatives, believers, go into influence sectors of the culture. Sure. All right. Well, when there's when when your entree into these sectors creates public displays of rancor, how do you handle yourself? You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's and it's I've never really faced what I am facing right now in my whole career. Huh. Even though I mean I've I've had all you've seen I've had my more than my but they've always been like ideological arguments nothing sure. quite like this and it's and it's really not how Iowans roll in general we are a passive aggressive you know Iowa nice bunch we don't typically do and behave like this you know what I'm saying I would it would just be really nice if you would stop saying that about Iowans that were passive aggressive I'm, 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 I'm I know being, you're being yeah, passive okay. aggressive yes I get. That. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm offended, but if you could just stop saying it, it'd be considered nicer, yes. So, a few months ago, all right, so this gym I work out at, it's one of these 24-hour places. I'm not going to name it, all right, because this has nothing to do with them at all. And um, there's an older woman there, although I shouldn't say older because, I, you know, I'm 40, I'm going to be 45 years old in a few months, so she might not be that much older than me. You know, might, might even be younger than me. I don't know. Okay, there's a, there's a woman working out there. She's there about the same time I'm there almost, all, almost every day. And um, out of the blue, she comes up, introduces herself to me one day, eight, nine months ago, and um, said, hey, the manager here, you know, I, I see you working out here every day, and I see you're working really hard. I mean, you train really hard, and I'm a healthcare professional, so I can kind of tell who's faking it and who's not, you know, and... Um, and I've been, I'm really impressed. I asked the manager about you and she told me who you were. I, I mean, she goes, I mean, I've listened to you on the radio before. I never knew what you looked like, you know, introduced herself. It's a nice conversation. Um, she worked for Ben Carson during the Iowa caucuses. I mentioned uh, the guy that ran the Iowa caucuses is one of my best friends. And I personally recommended him to Ben and Armstrong Williams and they hired him. And she's like, oh yeah, I know him, right? I mean, we had a nice conversation and I she wanted to know if I had any before pictures of what I used to look like before I started taking my health seriously. And I showed, you know, that one of my red, my old Des Moines register ID that sure. I've talked about before. I've shown, showed, and it was a really nice conversation. Okay. And I noticed that because um, if, if you know me at all, I am the ultimate compartmentalizer. I, I can, I can, and you guys have seen this, man. I, I can ignore anything I choose to. And it's like it's not going on. I can focus like, not, like, like a mother, man. You can be doing this and I don't care. I, I just, if, if, I have it, if I have it in my head, this is, I am a task, major task oriented person. So if I get it, once I get it in my head, I'm here to do this. It's like anything else outside of that box doesn't occur. I'm sure you've seen that over the years. So when I go to the gym, I'm on a tight schedule and in a tight window. 
And for me, I'm, I tried being the guy that worked out after the show, and I'm just so usually, you know, emotionally spent, you know, from doing this that I just didn't want to go physically work out. So I've got to do it in the morning to get them to put the maximum effort in. So that means, you know, the early half of my day is really jam packed, and I have to stay on a schedule to get everything in. So I'm not there, you know, shaking hands and stuff. Not to mention, isn't it a little pretentious for me just to walk around the gym? Hi, I'm Steve Dace. I thought you might want to know me. You know what I'm saying? And you guys know, if I if I come to work like if I come to look like this on camera, what do you think I look like there? <laughs> I don't brush my hair. You know what I'm saying? Total bedhead. I don't care. I'm there to work, not to make pals. You know. And she talks to everybody there. And they're long conversations. And, I, and, and admittedly, I, I would find myself trying to work around her because if we have a 20-minute conversation, it's going to throw my schedule off. And it throws my schedule off. What's it do to you guys' schedule? Throws it off. Throws it off. Okay? And I just didn't want to be rude. So I'm like, you know, I'll just avoid the situation. And, you know, and, and, I, and if, if, if I see her like on a Saturday when I'm, I don't have this tight schedule, then we can chat. And it's okay. And I had a really nice conversation with this woman, and we had a really good relationship, you know, just high, friendly for months. Back in February, right before CPAC started, she comes up to me at the gym as I'm, do, I'm in the middle of a set on leg day. So it's Monday, which is the busiest day of the week. Because we, on top of everything else, that is the normal early day schedule. That's awesome. We have to produce the Facebook Live for Conservative Review. I teach Worldview on the other side of town, and it starts at 2.30, you know, and so... Monday is even crazier. For, that's my crazy day of the week. I got a column deadline Monday morning for CR. It's, it's a crazy day. She's standing behind me as I'm finishing a set on, on leg day. And it's a gym where you know, there's, there's only one machine of everything. So it's not uncommon, particularly on a busy day, for people to wait till somebody's done so they can go on there after. She doesn't tap on my shoulder. She doesn't try to get my attention. She's just standing behind me. So I figured she's just waiting to use the machine when I'm done. So I finish my workout. Don't say anything. I got my headphones in. I'm listening to Sports Talk Radio in Ann Arbor to forget, you know, um, so I don't get, because I've told you guys before, I don't listen to anything about what we do for a living except to prepare for what we do for a living so that I don't just get, you know, obsessed and drown in it. Finally, when I turn around, okay, and I, I, I wipe down the machine, and I'm like, hey, do you want me to leave the stuff to wipe it down with you? She'll go, hey, I've been waiting to talk to you. I said, okay, you know? And she wants to know, she, her question she asked me is, so what do you think about CPAC? And I'm like, well, um, I, I, I haven't gone the last couple of years because I haven't had a book to sell. So, I, you know, for people our age, and I have no idea what my tone of voice is. You know, I, I, I just got done doing a superset on my legs, you know. So I, I'm sure I wasn't like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm breathing a little bit heavy. I'm a little, you know, mm-hmm. uh, fatigued. So I'm like, well, for people our age, I, I think it's kind of a waste. It's not really the Phyllis Schlafly CPAC it was many years ago. It's really a place for, you know, the Ron Paul crowd and... Um, for young people that want to get into politics, it's a great place to network, but it's not the CPAC that, you know, you probably remember from 20 years ago. And that's why, even though I work in this industry, since I, I don't have a book to sell or anything to hawk, there's really no point. I don't really need to even be there, you know? And she's like, well, I'm, I'm thinking about paying to have my daughter go. 
I said, well, how old's your daughter? She goes, well, she's, a, she's, a, she's a, about to graduate college and she's thinking about doing an internship with Secretary Carson at HUD this summer. I said, well, then she's the perfect audience to go. Absolutely, she should go. I, I mean, for us, I don't know, you know, we'll be amongst the oldest people that are there. But for her, it's a great networking opportunity. She goes, okay, turned around, walked away. I go on to my next set for, my, for legs, okay? And I still had the cleaning stuff to wipe down the machines with me in my hand. I took it with me to the next machine. And I'm like, oh, I should have left it the other machine. So I walk over as she finishes her set and I say, hey, do you want this cleaning stuff? She jumps up off the machine, gets right in my grill. This woman, this woman might be four foot nine, five feet maybe. And she has, and, and she does like stretching workouts. So, so she might be a buck oh five because she's got, she's built like a gymnast really. So we're not talking about some kind of female bodybuilder or something here. You know what I'm saying? She jumps right in my grill. Now, I, I know, I know theologically and spiritually how I am supposed to instantly react in this situation. And I didn't react that way, which I'm sorry for. Instead, the Southern Hemisphere stepped up and said, uh, no, we don't invade my space like that. She begins to berate me in front of all these people at the gym. And at first I tried listening to her to see if did I, maybe I missed something. And I'm a terrible spokesperson for conservatism. No wonder we lose. And I, I totally, uh, she was really excited about her daughter having this opportunity and I totally ruined it and ridiculed it. And I listened to this for a while. I even said, I, I think there's been, I, I, I did try apologizing right away. I'm like, I'm sorry. I think there's been a misunderstanding here. Maybe I didn't communicate what I meant. I, and then she just proceeds to lose it even further. And at that point, testosterone kicks in. And instead of fruit of the spirit, it's more like fruit of the loins. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, lady. And she, because she, then she says to me, she goes, I've been a healthcare professional for 15 years. Anybody wants to stop and ask me a question here, I give them as much time as I possibly can. I'm not even a flaming liberal and you just completely were rude to me, I, which I guess means if she was, I could be rude to her. I don't know what that means. And she's like, uh, it, you know, I, I, I've, you're supposed to be one of our spokespeople for conservatism. And, and, and I said, lady, uh, I get paid very well to do what I do for a living. So by all means, yes, you lecture me on how to be a good spokesperson and consultant for, for conservatism, as I will lecture you on, the, on how to be a good healthcare professional. Go ahead. I should not have done that. I know that. I tried to apologize. She wasn't having it. Once I dropped that bomb, situation escalated all the more. I don't even remember the rest of the conversation, frankly. She just, then she just turned and walked away to the other side of the gym. I kind of felt bad about how it went down. I tried to re-engage her before I left that day and say, again, I think there's been a misunderstanding. I'm really sorry. And because she had mentioned that it was past the time for her daughter to get into CPAC, the registration had canceled or had deadline had, had, had gone by. And I'm like, you know, I have a lot of, con- I've got a couple contacts there. Let me make a couple calls. And she, no, no, no. And she's screaming at me from the other side of the gym. So, you know, I'm real good at kicking the dust off my sandals and moving on. I, I'm not, no's not a problem for me. You tell me no, I move on. I don't mind hearing no. And if you tell me no, I'll move on. And I have no problem at all telling you no. No is a magical word. It's literally my favorite word in the English language, I think. 
So I took that as, no, fine, just moved on. She's usually there most days at the same time I'm working out. I don't care. I think you guys know me well enough. I don't do tension. I don't do subliminal. If you don't like me and I know why, I really don't care. Like there's one activist in our state who hates my guts, who I've never done anything to him aware of. So it does bother me that she hates me when I, when I don't know why. And if I found out and it was totally justified, then I'd be like, okay, I get it. No problem. And move on. But if, but if I know I've earned your disdain, I really, really am okay with it. I don't pay it no mind. I don't. I, well, Steve Paul commands us to win it at all possible, live in peace with one another. I tried to apologize to her twice. She wasn't having it. So I, I don't care. I have no problem. I got my headphones in, man. I walk by her in between sets. I don't care. I don't care. Because I think I told this initial story to you guys the day that it happened, right? Yeah. Have I brought I it up since? I don't recall this. Okay. This have I said intense. something to you about her one for one second since that day? Uh, never. Because I don't care. Because I don't care. If you don't like me, I really, as long as it's legit, even if I think you should, I don't agree with the reasons you don't like me, as long as you have a legit reason why you don't, I really don't care. I mean, I really don't. And in fact, in my mind, one less person I have to pretend to like because I hate small talk. I hate fake vagaries. I hate that. You know? Aaron's laughing because he knows it. I'm, you want to see me socially awkward, put me in a small talk setting. I, I can't do that. Well, and that's clearly, at the very least, that's one thing she hates about you because she loves small talk and ultimately she just realized that was never going to happen. Could be. I, 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 as I'm going through this, I want everybody listening to keep in mind the proverb says one man's story seems true until you hear the other side, okay? So you are getting my perspective of this. That doesn't mean it's the right one, but it's the, how I see it. So filter that into your handicap as you're listening to this. Months go by. I see her at the gym all the time. I don't care. I don't feel a need to ask her. You know, I, I, I don't care. I bring my kids to the gym with me a couple days a week. I, I'm going to work out the same whether the place is empty or it's full. I don't care. I'm not there to make pals. I'm there to burn as many calories as I can depending on the day, either in a 30-minute circuit or a 60, 75-minute workout. And then I go home. And I don't think about it again the rest of the day, except when I'm sore. Today, I finished my upper body set and I'm stretching out. She walks over to me as I'm stretching out. I don't even know her name, which you guys will not be surprised because you know I'm terrible at remembering people's names. I'm sure she told me at some point, I don't remember. I don't even know the woman's name. She comes up to me and she says, hey, Steve. And, I, and, and I, there was a voice inside my head that said, leave right now. <laughs> and then but then I, I pushed that voice back because I thought well if I, I can't win if I leave I'm aloof I'm arrogant I'm, you know what I'm saying and she came over and said hey Stephen was friendly so I'm perfectly fine I, I don't care if you don't like me but I would prefer we would bury the hatchet you know what I'm saying I would prefer that it's just not a requirement to me it's like an elective class you know it's, I don't, it's a class I don't have to have to graduate but I would, I, would, I would prefer if we would cease the enmity. I would always prefer that. But we don't have to. And I'm okay if we never do. I'll live my life just fine. Moving on. But the way she said it was, was had a positive notion in her tone. So I took out, so I, I turned off my, my uh, iPhone, the show I was listening to. I said, hey, what's up? She goes, remember I told you about my daughter? Um, who 
is going to be an intern uh, this summer. And we're taking her to Washington here in a few weeks to drop her off and going to see Secretary Carson. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Congratulations. She's like, yeah, you remember when you told me that uh, she shouldn't go to CPAC is a total waste of her time. And, uh, you know, there's no point in even doing any of this, which is the exact. And that's when I knew right then this is not. I felt Luke Skywalker look at me and say, this is not going to go the way you think. Okay, that, that's what happened right here. And I'm like, I didn't say any of those things to you. I said the exact opposite. I said it was actually a great place for her to go. It was just kind of a waste of time for us. And she proceeds to berate me again. And I just look at it and I'm like, I don't care. I said it to her like that like five times. I don't, I don't care. And she's still going off. I, I don't, I don't care. It can t- I don't care. Finally, the manager is in the window and I looked at her and I looked at her and I said, do I have to pay to be berated like this? She comes out, tries to simmer the situation down. This woman again starts yelling at me that I create all, well, you've you've created all kinds of tension around here. I go, I don't really feel any tension at all. I don't, and you you seem to need my approval for some reason. I, I, I don't, you're the one that came to me. I, I don't feel any tension. I don't care. Maybe you didn't get this. I, I don't care. I, I just said that over and over again. And she wasn't having it. And, and how all the other, all kinds of other people in this gym are offended by me there. Then she, then, then she says to me, you're the reason the left thinks we're a bunch of radicals and keeps coming after us. What are you, alt-right and she says to me, she goes, and, and you know, I'm going to go to meet in Washington with Senator Ernst and, and Secretary Carson, and I'm going to tell them about you, and I'm going to tell them what you said about CPAC. Like, I'm like, I didn't know what he even said. So? Will he write my name on a board? I mean, I, why, why did, I don't understand. I don't understand. I didn't, I, I didn't understand this. And so finally, you know what I did? I just... Put my, I turned my back on her. I put my headphones back in and I finished my stretching. Good. <laughs> like she wasn't even there. As I get done with my stretching and I'm putting my stuff away, another woman comes out of the, bath, the women's bathroom. This crazed woman stops her, points over to me and says, oh, I got to talk to you about him after he leaves. I mean, you know, he just completely, you know, just, just, you know, dis, uh, insulted my daughter and discouraged what she was trying to do with her life. And this other woman's like, looks over at me and she's like, oh yeah, I have, we might have to go all mama grizzly on somebody like that. Now see, this is, I, I'm not a woman. Let me tell you what happens with guys. Someone is on a ground bleeding by this point. Agreed? Yes. That's how yep. it worked. And, and uh, it might have been me. I don't know. But we would have found out who it was. Okay. Someone on the ground is bleeding by this point. We don't, we just, we are, our makeup just doesn't permit for this. That's why we don't typically say things like this to each other in person unless we're willing to go there. Now, I recognize I can't handle it this way with females. So here's my dilemma. And I just, I just finished my stretching and walked out. Do I, here's what I've thought about today. Live up to, I don't care, and just go work out. And literally, if she talks to you, literally just walk around like she's not there. Like she, she just doesn't exist. 
I thought about sending the manager a note saying, hey, I, I believe, you know, in your freedom as a business owner, if my presence here is upsetting your customers, if you want to go ahead and, and waive the, you know, the um, deposit and give me an instant refund on what you've, your, the automatic withdrawal out of my checking account for my membership here, I'll just go someplace else. I don't, I don't really mean to cause a commotion. And I thought, why would I do that? I haven't done anything wrong. And then I thought, well, it doesn't matter if I don't think I've done anything wrong. I'm the public persona here. She's not. So if this thing blows up, nothing will happen to her. I'm the only one that has anything to lose here by some stupid headline on a six o'clock newscast or anything of that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to be as fair to this woman as possible because I want to be as fair to the truth as possible. Our initial altercation, I tried to handle well at first, and then when I saw she wasn't having any of it, I more than gave her as good as she was giving it to me. I did not handle that very well. So I I am not ceaseless in blame here. I'm going to say that up front. You know, one of the things that my wife has taught me from her counseling days and counseling ministry is whenever something goes wrong in a relationship, you have to take responsibility for the percentage of it that is your fault, whether that's 90-10, So I am I will take responsibility for whatever percentage is my fault. But in all my years living here, and I have said some pretty incendiary things, I've never experienced anything like this. And... My concern is, and, and this is where I'm hoping you're going to tell me I'm blowing this way out of proportion, and I'm going, to, I'm going to solicit your comments on this on my Facebook wall when we post this later today, because I want the audience's reaction to this too. My concern is this person maybe have a level, uh, either a level of instability and or just pure animosity for me on some level, that normal decorum is thrown out the window. I'm certain that's true. And and put me in a situation I cannot possibly win. And I lose by even being in the situation Mm -hmm. whatsoever. That depends. And then I wonder, okay, I just, I I tell him, give me my walking papers, I'll go to another gym. Do I just do this if it happens again? Is this, gosh, I don't want to say this out loud. I'm going to say it as nice as I can. Is this just the price or the cost of being a public figure? I'm not going to say celebrity because I don't believe in that, okay? But it do, but when you are the public figure here, do you just understand that there are certain benefits that go with it? And there are. I get relationships I would not normally get with people. I've, I've had fans of our show have my family go out to watch the Tigers play the Royals behind home plate and give us free tickets. So I'm not persecuted. You know what I'm saying? This is a pretty good deal. I recognize that. And do I just need to also recognize that there's a trade-off? And the other trade-off is you may inspire a level of animosity in people that is not normal. And the best thing to do is, if, if, is, is treat that like a down power line and move away. Your thoughts now. Uh, here's, here's what you do. Next time she starts berating you, you have your phone on you, get it out and start videotaping her. That'd be awesome. Seriously, even if you don't release it to the public, that's what you do. Because you you are in a no-win situation because it's he said, she said. Mm -hmm. So get get some proof of how crazy this crazy lady is. One thing you didn't 
follow up on is when you looked at management, and I don't know how well you know management or they know you in any way, what was their response to this? Um, the gal who's the manager came out and she said, hey, you guys work out at the same time. This We, we don't need... She, she mostly talked to her. Because I looked at her and I said, I, I didn't say any of this woman. I don't, I, I, I don't care. Well, the reason I ask is if, they, if you're there all the time and it's a small enough gym that you... There's no way they couldn't have noticed how you go about. I mean, I, I've seen you in public. I, I am. You know, I go. I, I will. I do not initiate. I, I do am, not introduce myself. I don't care. I will bet. I will bet all the cliches, my life on a Bible, all of that stuff. That there is. If anybody's paying attention, they know that you would never go out of your way to to cause any of this in public. I mean. The opposite. I mean, I can see how this woman may have felt put off by you because you are very standoffish. And people could come up to you and just, like, pouring themselves and think like you're going to give them a hug. And you, that, 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 that's just never going to happen. <laughs> but on the other side of that, I mean, you just don't, you don't go poking the bear in public, ever. Ever. I mean, you are just off, you are the most anonymous-looking soul in public that there is so if they if management isn't willing to do something about this that's a them problem and i would be more apt to leave because of management i would i would never leave because of this and quite frankly i have no problem yelling at women in public if they're like this i mean really you don't need to apologize for that that's not a male female thing that's it's i mean there's there's ways of doing that without it 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 being the way men would doing it. but you know you're a fool I'm going to show that you're a fool. I mean, and I get that I can say that because I'm not a local celebrity. Granted, on Twitter, people think I should be the next pope, but that's a different story. <laughs> I love how you keep bringing that up. <laughs> because it's the most bizarre thing in my life. Um, but anyways, I, I respect your, but the management in no way, shape, or form, if they know you at all, knows this isn't a you thing. So how are they not doing something about this? You've talked to me about this. You've talked to both Todd and I about this. I think you've said this on on the podcast before. You recognize you're you're pretty self aware. I mean, you you really are, and so you recognized uh, and have recognized at places like uh, your former employer WHO. You go out of your way to be extra friendly because you know what your persona and some of the things that you have accomplished and and said on the air. Um, will tick a lot of people off. I'm giving you kind of the Cliff Notes version of that. But when you're in, so that's one thing. Those are people you're around every day, you're surrounded by every day. You go out of your way because of what you do and because of what you believe to be as kind um, and generous as possible. And that's good and that's being shrewd uh, and that's being genuine as well. But this is, you're at the freaking gym, man. You're just there doing your own thing. You're not um, orator Steve when you're at. The, you're a guy named Steve at the gym. This is not appropriate for public discourse, which is why I say for for any discourse because you're just there. You're at the freaking gym, man. People, you're not surrounded by Secret Service. You're not surrounded by. Um, by your entourage, you're just there doing leg day, and you're out of breath. That oh, 
you got to get this. I'm serious. I am dead serious. Not just because I want to see it, although I kind of do. Next time, I'm serious, man. Next time she starts berating you, you have to record that. Yeah, then tell her. You know, you may or may not see this going live on Twitter. Hope you're happy with that. So you guys don't think I should send a note to management? No. I no. should just oh, no. keep nothing out like any other day. No, I do think you should do that. Because yeah, it's more about, it's as much about management as her. I mean, what, I know how you behave. If they're paying attention, they know how you behave. That This this is not acceptable from a, no. I mean, without, like, I, and if, if you can appeal to that, like, I think I've been around long enough, you know this isn't how I work. Can we do something about this? I mean, I, yeah, absolutely, I would demand it. Because forget the gym for a second. If you at the game, not as a sports analyst just sitting there with your son you at the grocery store with your wife if if the exact same thing is happening there again utterly inappropriate not your call you just doing your thing i don't the gym is irrelevant why is this okay why do you have to uh, try to triangulate anything on this if we just for a second set aside you don't want to be your own version in reverse going viral on youtube i would absolutely play the hand in reverse that aaron's talking about but this is this is not i mean this is not okay this is not something that a grenade that you just have to jump on in my opinion in any way shape or form okay well if nothing else um i hope as we're encouraging more people with our belief system to get active in pop culture, to be um, willing to go be more public about their belief system. If nothing else, I hope this has been a constructive conversation about some of the pitfalls that go along with that, if you're willing to do that. And I think it speaks very well of our community. When you see some of the incendiary things I have said, I mean, I, I, have, I have had to, I've put people down publicly before. And when I mean put them down, I mean like political euthanasia. That's what I'm saying. Not like I insulted you. No, I mean like I ended you. I've, I've done that in my career and publicly. That's why I recognize what the UK uh, medical system is doing to Alfie Evans. I understand. I know what a public execution looks like. I've done them. Just of people's political ambitions, not of them on a human level. So I, I think it speaks really well of the community, and it's why we've stayed here all these years and raised our, our kids here, that in, in spite of the incendiary nature of what I do for a living at times, that this is the first time this has ever come up, man. I, I've never had this issue before. And if, we were, if, this, if it was a guy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. No. Stuff would have gotten settled right then and there. Agreed. But this is not a guy, and it's a unique situation. And the manager's a woman, and the other person's a woman. And it's 9.30 on a weekday morning, which means, guess what? There's not a lot of it at a gym at 9.30 on a weekday morning. Men? Men, because they tend to be, you know, at work. You know, I, I don't have to be here till 11, so I get to be there. I don't have to get up at 7 a.m. and work out like a lot of guys our age do. So... I appreciate you guys helping me at least think through this a little bit. And when we post this on our Facebook wall, I'm, I'm going to invite, after you listen to this, uh, you know, there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel. So, and, and I, I want to reiterate this. 
I have some blame for this situation. I did not handle it as well as I should have the first day, the first time it happened. I tried to. And then when she wasn't having it, I let her not having it be my excuse for letting her have it at that point. Okay? I shouldn't have done that. I should have done that day what I did today. I don't care. Looked at the manager and said, I'm not paying to be berated like this and walked away. And if I had done that the first time, there probably would not have been this time. Unless she's just this crazed or just hates my guts this much. But we're beyond that first time now. And we're at a point now where we have to be adults and recognize every other person in the gym probably doesn't care and wants to know why the hell is their gym time being interrupted with this? Why do they? That's where they just look at it and they just hate both of us because it's interrupting their time now. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, send me an email. You don't like me? Send me an email. Put up a tweet. Put up video on your Facebook wall. What a terrible person I am. That's... That's Wednesday in my line of work. But this just seemed to me like a total breach of decorum. And so I wasn't really sure how to handle it. Because when it's another guy, well, the dude code will handle it just fine. We'll, we'll, we, 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 the dude code's a self-enforcing mechanism. We'll handle that. I, don't, I, don't, I would have had no issues whatsoever if this was a male. But it being a woman, it's a totally different situation now. Don't you think? Not totally different. You know? Okay. I don't. All right. And I would say, I mean, Todd's Todd's reasoning for contacting the management is sound, and I think you can do that. I would say, uh, just keep doing it. I don't think it really matters whether or not you contact the management. If for some reason they kick you out because of this nutcase, that's egg on their face. Of course, you do want to have some documentation, too, so there's something to be said for that. Like, I would imagine they've got security cameras in the gym. Right. So they could go to their own security footage and see she was the one who initiated contact with me today. Every time she initiates yeah, contact. Yeah, because I don't care. Pre and post argument, all the time. If we were in elementary school, I would think this is the classic, the chick, the girl has a crush on you and is treating you this way because you don't pay attention to her, kind of seventh grade thing, you know what I'm saying? But I got to think that we're all in our 40s and 50s now, we're beyond that. So... I, I just think that I didn't handle it well, and this woman's probably all. If she thinks telling Charles telling me telling on me with Charles Grassley and Joni Ernst will somehow impact <laughs> my career, best. then then you know you know I, I okay you know. Lord have mercy. Indeed, and you know what? Let me say this too. If this is the worst thing I have to deal with in my line of work, God is good. It's not the worst thing I've had. I've had real betrayals in my line of work. This is the most perplexing thing. It's, it's hard to push me back on my heels. I, 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 I'm not, I'll admit, I was pushed back on my heels here because I'm not, how do I handle this? You know, it's not a dude... I, I've never dealt with this level of cray-cray, at least not since a high school dance, you know? Or, I mean, it's just, how do, you know what I'm saying? You know what? It's I, like an episode of Maury Povich. Yeah. I half expected her to look at me and say, you are the father. I, I don't know, you know? Can, can I get touchy and deep for a second? 
Okay. Or do we want to close this up? No, you can get touchy deep. I mean, deep. part of this is, though, it sounds it, like, like another fragrance from uh, the Steve Touchy and deep. <laughs> touchy and deep. <laughs> one. On sale at your favorite convenience store throughout San Francisco. Touchy and deep. Go ahead. Makers. Yes. Well, your thing, you keep saying it's different because it's a gal, but I, I think the fact that you and I see that different speaks to the difference of the homes we grew up in. Yes, because I grew up in a home with domestic violence yes. and abuse. I literally had to defend my mom from the yes. Dad so you who feel like me. there's got to be this chasm, and there is a moat. Yeah, yes. I have. That's that. You know, I have capital punishment level. Yeah, vitriol for men who cross that line. Yeah. In my because you know, I, I grew up with it. I, I yeah. got the full Monty of it. So I think, and and you know, and that's also where you have to. Your, your personal experience can aid you, but you also can't use it to justify you to be unfair to people at mere accusations at the exact same time, you know? But yeah, I do think you're probably right about that. There is something to that. Because you know? listen, I've got four daughters on record as the undeniable uh, differences between uh, men and women. But when it comes to this crap, short of the obvious, the physical, like I, if, if you are just going to throw idiot in my face, um, you're going to lose and I, I'm going to make you cry in public because you're a damn fool and you deserve to be shown as such now again that's setting aside the fact that this can go YouTube and that, you know you do have to think that through stuff but don't you, you, you it's not man, it's not man or woman thing it's just you're a damn fool thing well I want to apologize to Senators Grassley and Ernst right now for the uh, the bad report card they're about to receive <laughs> from me and and I want you guys to know that uh, I've done I've been in detention I've learned my lesson and I'm I'm going to work much harder next semester to do better that's the most bizarre thing to me too when she said yeah. that to me I, I was like what? What, what are they going to do <laughs> and then God. then she called me alt right. <laughs> And I'm the reason the the I'm I the bet reason you're really a frog. I'm the reason the left is coming after us like this because you know of radicals like me. You should you should just next time, you know you seem like you really want more than this, Jim, to know about this. Get out the phone, just hit record, and said, "Let's." I think you're onto something. Yeah, I shouldn't have. Let my Southern Hemisphere tell her I make a good living doing what I'm doing. So, by all means, why don't you lecture me on how to do my job better? I should not have. I don't know. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't so have, I shouldn't have done with that bad. I shouldn't Catholic have guilt over that. What you, she continually gets in your face. You are offering way too much umbrage. Because I'm trying not to create a straw man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Well, if you're create if you a level you, of accountability for myself. If you okay? wish you would have said different things a different way, but the the fact that you've confronted her directly and fought back is and again no, and don't, I don't want to hear something out of proverbs or something like that not because I don't think it's but you, we, yes at and some point tried, we do need to shake the dust of our off our yeah. feet yes but you know we are also supposed to be uh, uh, wise as serpents as well as innocent as doves and sometimes a serpent's head needs to be freaking crushed in public and these these people are legion. She's not just isolated. She is everywhere. She, she is the kind of person, left or right, that is running roughshod over a once proud culture. 
And really, I have no problem making sure that they are humbled. What Todd said. I, you, you tried to say multiple times, if your story is correct. I did attempt to apologize. Apologize. Several times. Yes. Yeah. I told you this story about the guy after Trump... Uh, I don't know if he got the nomination, but he came up to me uh, at my children's catechism class. And I remember seeing, and I taught his daughter in the past. Uh, it's a fairly small uh, uh, setting. And we both were there, I remember, to caucus uh, for Cruz. And he, but then he comes up to me and hadn't said anything to me in the, you know, there's a lot of time between caucusing for Cruz in Iowa and mm-hmm. whenever Trump got, and then he comes up to me all smugly with it because he knew apparently the way he couched it, that we were, uh, how, how we were, uh, anti-Trump, uh, never, uh, Trump. never Trump, never excuse Trump me, I didn't, uh, yeah. and never Trump and all smug. Oh, I've, so what do you think now? What you, you, you just wanted Hillary to have it, but right there at catechism class before it starts. And I just looked at him. I said, now? All this time you could have been talking to me. Now, and you're coming up to me like that, and you want to do this here as we're about to educate our kids in the gospel? And this is a rough paraphrase, but this is, this is what I said. I said, no, we're not going to do this. But you want to? You're an idol worshiper. We were, we're going we're to talk catechism class. You're an idol worshiper. Look at how you've adorned yourself with this guy. You come up to me all smug like that? It's not even that no gray area. Yeah, buts. Okay, we can do that. We've talked about it on the show. But you wait until afterwards, and you want to show me your golden calf? I said, we can talk about this all day long. You want to go talk about it? I said, you're going to embarrass yourself. And I'll embarrass you in front of your wife, and I'll embarrass you in front of your children. If you ever come up to me in front of a catechism class again and start this. Easier to do it when it's a guy. Totally easier to do it. I, see, I mean, I, I just went through an ordeal last fall where I watched someone that I considered a friend of mine for 10 years have his life destroyed by allegations I found credible. Yeah. But were totally anathema to the life I'd watched with my own eyes he lived for the last 10 years. And then the minute it cost him the election, notice that no one cares about these women that he allegedly did this to in the 70s or 80s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so now we still don't know really what the truth is. To this day, we don't know. And this is the world in which we live. Because on one hand, I'm a father of daughters. And I'm cheering Ronan Farrow on for taking down every one of these barbarians that do this to our daughters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and frankly, I'm okay if we bring back stoning temporarily for such men. I'm totally okay with it. Sure. All right? On the other hand, I, you know, <laughs> you can reach the point where this, the zeitgeist becomes the mere accusation and your life is forfeit by a mere accusation. So I have no idea how we, as guys, navigate this sort of scenario. I mean, there's things I, you know, I, I, I put it, I put certain restraints in my own private life that I to avoid these sorts of situations. I how I don't know how I could have avoided her accosting me publicly like that, in you know, in the gym. And and that's that's a level. The idea that this has gone on, well, I haven't spoken to her for months. That was back in mid-February. So two full months. The idea that, you know, she needed to, she wanted to come over and throw this in my face. You don't just do that on a lark, right? 
you've been simmering on this for quite a while. This thing, the frog has been boiling in that pot for a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think that makes it a little bit more difficult. How do you not become a hashtag or a meme? Because Twitter would rather do you than hashtag Alfie Evans today, right? Yeah. Oh, they'd yeah. Rather have, they'd rather yep. have this story trending. Sure. Yep. Christian conservative host in, in Iowa, you know, loses it on, the, on this. And suddenly it's okay to point out she's a diminutive, helpless female. When in any other context, I'm a cat if I even do that, right? I can't win. No, I, I can't win. I've already the acknowledged. Fight, the, the fight in and of itself is a loss. It, it cannot be won. It cannot be won. Well, if it if it goes viral in that sense, that's true. But we're not... Aaron's right to... You may want be able to work that in reverse. You, yeah. You have every I'm, right to have a legitimate concern about that, and it, but it, it works in reverse Okay, as well. I, I'm... I was going to say this to you off the air as well, but since this conversation keeps going on. (laughs) Since it won't stop. I will seriously be disappointed if if she accosts you again, if you don't get that on camera. Do it with a smile on your face, too. You're right. It's a great idea. Our generation just isn't condition for that like yours is yet you know where it's like a reflex you know for gen xers we have to be prompted your generation that's the world you guys just grew up in that so everything's automatic i will be with you like a force ghost use the phone steve (laughs) with your millennial powers All right, well, let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. Reader mailbag this Friday is going to be <laughs> lit. lit as the Gadsden Mall. My you force can- ghost has a man bun, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Don't forget, if you want to subscribe to CRTV, promo code DACE is how you can subscribe. Get a discounted subscription. It won't just give you access to our show, but every show at CRTV.com, promo code DACE. Until tomorrow, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like it, you.